0: The real world St. Thomas, beyond the cameras. With me, Elizabethany. What up? It's Elizabethany, a new season of Real World. Some more podcasts to get into, as you may have seen on my website, Elizabethany.com. I had some giveaways to do, and I am working with MTV, so I should be able to get more podcasts going as usual. We are two episodes in. So far, I am really liking everyone, but a lot of people have been begging me to get Trey on the show, talk about everything that's going on. Of course, Laura and uh, Brandon always being pushed to the side. We're going to get to all of that, all of your questions, you tweeted to me, and a lot more. So what up, Trey? What up, yo? What up? I'm gonna grill you.
1: Oh, Here we
0: go. (laughs) Just kidding. It won't be too bad. I promise. All right. I'll take your word for it. I'll even start out really simple. I ask everyone, what's it like to see yourself on TV?
1: (laughs) You know, it's not as weird for me as it is for other people. Um, I've done photo shoots for like modeling and stuff in the past, and I was also featured in a a music video when I was back at home for a local band. So I've seen myself before, Um, Obviously, being on MTV is a little bit different, but it's actually not as weird for me as some other people, so it's not too bad.
0: Nothing that you don't approve of yet, anyway.
1: Well, that's, that's it. I mean, we've only had two episodes, so it's not weird to actually see myself, but maybe later on in the season when I see some things that I'm not particularly proud of, then it'll become a little awkward. Yeah, true.
0: Well, I have to ask you about something that you already said you're not too proud of. Before you were even on the show, everybody saw tweets that you were tweeting. I want you to clear the air now. Why were you hating on the world?
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so definitely, I mean, it's definitely something that came out, um, you know, for me, I grew up in a very diverse part of Baltimore. I have a lot of different friends from a lot of different nationalities, um, Asian, Filipino, Black, Hispanic, all types of different friends. Um, yeah, it's a mixing bowl. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have a lot of different friends, so we, we have a very diverse sense of humor. Uh, we rag on each other all the time. They call me cracker, or honky, whatever. Um, you know, when we throw these little racial slurs and stuff at each other, we don't poke at each other um, to try to really offend one another. We have no interest whatsoever in hurting each other's feelings. Nothing of the sort. I love everybody. I seriously do. And, and my, my close friends and the people who know me the best know that to be absolutely certain. So um, what happens is, you know, some of these tweets will leak out and people develop their own kind of uh, misinterpretation of where I was going with it and if I was serious or, you know, whatever. So I do apologize if I did offend anyone. Uh, it was never my intention. It's definitely mainly inside jokes with friends, um, me just being me, me being goofy, but, you know, maybe I, I, used poor judgment. I took it a little too far, but, um, honestly, that is, that is not the way that I truly feel. <laughs> I do, I do love everybody and, uh, I hope that, you know, people get the opportunity to know me a little bit better than that and they'll see for themselves.
0: I mean, we are going to see. And I mean, like I told you too, just even after watching the first two episodes, I think that. You don't come off like that at all. I was worried because I'm like, oh, God, another hot guy who's going to be just like Zach from the last season and be a huge D-bag.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's so funny that you said that because I was seeing comments. They were calling me like Zach 2.0 because I know that he caught a lot of uh, slack or whatever from, you know, the homophobe or whatever remarks that he made during his season. Right. Um, and again, you know, I've had gay teachers in high school. In fact, my life coach was gay. So, you know, they said that I made homophobic remarks. They said that I made racist remarks. A lot of people didn't even see, or, well, they haven't seen yet, but Swift and I were like two of the closest friends in the house. So, to me, it's like once you guys actually watch this season and watch this show, you'll see the actions speak louder than words, and you'll see the relationships that I have with not only black people, Hispanic people, whatever, but also with with gay or homosexual people as well.
0: Good, we we got it all out of the way, and now everybody <laughs> can got just it love out of you. The way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I definitely hope so.
0: All right, when you walked into the house, what were like the first impressions that you had on everyone in general?
1: Um, first impressions. I'll just wrap off some stuff real quick. Laura, obviously red hair um, stood out so I didn't have this immediate attraction to Laura it, within those first five seconds that I'm sure everybody's trying to like pin on now um, yeah. it was just like okay here's a here's a really cute girl she's got red hair um, who yeah, were who, who, who you attracted
0: really... to the most at first you know what
1: I wasn't really attracted to anybody I mean it was more like well, Marie kind of said it the best, you know, like she was expecting to walk into the house and somebody to really stand out and wow her, and that didn't happen. You know, even though you guys are slowly seeing now that she has a connection with Rob, Rob didn't stand out for her right away. I don't, and I think for all of us, none, nobody stood out. We were all you know, good-looking people in a sense, but we weren't attracted to each other like that. Right. Um, Latoya, she's absolutely gorgeous, but right off the bat, Latoya and I found a lot of similarities with one another in the fact that, like, we don't really drink as much and stuff like that. We're from the same area pretty much. So Latoya and I are like brother and sister. Swift, it just reminding me like one of my boys back at home swift is just like you know looks like another one of my football teammates um rob tall as hell 6 foot 5 red hair i mean he's obviously when we would be out in the clubs if i got lost from my roommates i would just look for rob like literally like if you get lost in the island there is not another 6 foot 5 ginger on the island yeah. of st thomas everyone find the giant ginger oh it helps so much when you get lost from your roommates brandon obviously with his you know his ear gauges and stuff like that his tattoos he stood out and then you have Marie. Um, you know, she's just got her statitude. She likes to call it her Staten Island attitude. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, everybody was cool in their own way.
0: Who did you think was going to be the funniest or the class clown, I guess? In our polls, 75% voted Marie.
1: Honestly, I knew right off the bat that Rob was going to be, like, our goofy guy. Um, I was actually voted class clown as my senior superlative in high school. Huh. That was really me. Like, I was con- I- a lot of people don't know that. But being out on the real world or, you know, when we were out in St. Thomas, I could tell right away that Rob was, like, way more goofy than I was. So I didn't want to be, like, fighting with him for, like, the attention of who's the funniest or who's the class clown. I pretty much just bowed down and let Rob own that one because Rob is ten times funnier than I am out of the guys. He is just, you know, he's 21. He was the youngest in the entire house. Mm. I mean, he's just, he has that mindset. You know, he's just really, really funny. In terms of Marie being the funniest out of the girls, I'm going to have to say negative. (laughs) I definitely still think it's LaToya. I think so, too. In this second episode, So when she's talking about frying up a fish and putting a piece of bread on it, I start dying laughing like while I'm watching it because I had no idea that she ever said that and... I don't know. Latoya has some really killer one-liners. She's so funny.
0: Oh my god, yes. She was voted the best one-liner, actually, in the first episode. But uh, when it came to Brandon, obviously he was kind of hating on you because of the Laura situation in the beginning.
1: Did you feel that hostility? I kind of felt it right off the bat. Um, What I want people to understand is that it looks really bad that Laura, you know, ended up pulling out her adoption papers from me after she did it with Brandon. I had no idea that she had showed Brandon. And that kind of makes me feel bad because In a way, I put myself in Brandon's shoes after that happened, and I do kind of see where he was misguided. Um, It made it look like she she opened up something super secret to him, and then maybe 10, 15 minutes later, she's coming and telling me the same story, and I think he was slightly offended by it. I had no idea that that took place. I
0: mean, I don't think that's anything against
1: you. It's not, but either way, you still feel bad. I mean, if you're in the situation, and when you see a guy get upset because, you know, he— may feel or may or may not feel like you're stealing his spotlight or, you know, stealing his shine, I, that was never my intention. I, just, I literally was just going off the vibes that I was getting from Laura, and I was picking up that she was a little bit more interested in me than she wasn't Brandon, and I guess that turned out to be the case, you know, so... I felt bad, but it was, like, day one, so right. I did not really feel that bad, you know? <laughs> Whatever. I didn't know we were, we were calling dibs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Duh. It, like, he said the front of his journal said it was his journal. So why'd you go through okay. it? Like, I mean, everybody gets nosy. I'd probably want to do it, too. But come on. You're on TV. You were obviously going to get caught.
1: Honestly, um, okay. So I, we had all been drinking. I did not look at the front of the composition notebook, and I know that everybody's going to be like, yeah, right, whatever, and I mean this 110%. Yes, it does say his name on the front, and I didn't even look. I literally went right up to the book, opened it right up, having no idea. For all I knew, it was our first day in the house. That could have been directions to get to the back of the island. That could have been anything. I had no idea what it was. It just turned out that the first page that I flipped to said, kill me, kill me, I want to die, and at that point is when I flipped back to the front, saw that it was Brandon's, and that's when I kind of started tripping out. Yeah. Now, Laura was with me when I found it, and then I actually called Swift from his bedroom to come over and check it out because, again, me and Swift, we were kind of vibing on the first day. I could definitely tell, like, he was going to be a close friend of mine. And I wanted to share that with another one of my boys because I didn't know how to go about it, and I didn't want to be there on my own with it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. something really awkward to find. You don't want to be the only person that knows about that. So, you know, it does look like an invasion of privacy, Um, I did use poor judgment. I I should have definitely, you know, looked into it a little bit more before I I opened it up because I have no interest whatsoever in going through people's personal diaries. That's really not me, but, um, you know, it is what it is. I guess it made for good TV anyway, so you guys can all talk about it
0: how worried were you for the future of brandon what did you think was going to happen
1: you know after i found it um i was a little bit nervous because as you hear me say and this is really the way that i felt i said i didn't know whether he was suicidal i didn't know if he not only harmed himself but harmed other people um you see the scars on his arm you see the tattoos you see the gauges in his ears you see his mohawk i mean he has this rocker image Um, but you can definitely tell he's a deep person. You just feel that. It doesn't even have to be anything that he says to you. You just get that vibe when you're standing next to him. Mm -hmm. He can be intimidating, and um, I didn't really know, you know, with only us being there a day, and him already getting upset about the Laura thing, yeah, it was a little scary because now I'm thinking that I'm his number one target because I just took his girl or what he thought was his (laughs) girl, you know? So it's like, I was a little nervous, I'm not going to lie. It has nothing to do with physically fighting or anything like that. It has nothing to do with me being an athlete and thinking that I'm stronger or anything. I mean, Brandon is just as capable to harm me as I would be to harm him. So... You do get a little nervous because you don't really know what's going to happen. But um, I don't know. You guys, maybe you'll have to see how it plays out, you know, later on in the season.
0: Right, right. All right, moving on to Laura. Obviously, the show makes it seem like it happened right off the bat, right away. And she was really super clingy. Was it? Did it all happen that quick?
1: Well, let me tell you. The days in St. Thomas, and I don't know if it's because we were filming for the real world or if it's just because that's how it is in the Caribbean. But the days felt so long. I mean, it, it felt like... We were there for three weeks by the third day. (laughs) You know, we we would be up so early and then we would go to sleep so late and we were just drinking and we were talking. You know, we were stuck on the island with each other for a while, so it was a lot of conversations.
0: Right, and just had like nothing to do. (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly. So we really bonded really quick. And you realize that not only are you bonding quick, but you're going to have to be with these people for the next three months or so. Um, so, yeah, we definitely moved fast. And according to how you would deal with a arre- uh, regular relationship back at home, if you were to just meet out a-, a guy out at the bar tonight, you would think by day three, if you're already sleeping with him or if you're already, you know, lovey w with him on the couch, you're like, yeah, you're moving a little fast. <laughs> but when you're out there on the real world, it's a lot different. It, it is a lot different. And um, Just
0: like any reality show like that, really.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely fine. Uh, and in terms of like your your question about her being clingy, it's just a difference in preferences. You know, some guys would love it if Laura came onto them that quickly, that fast, that strong. Some guys prefer that women. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I just don't. Um it's just something that I'm not really used to. Um, and Laura she's just an absolute sweetheart and she was just a little too mushy for me in the beginning you know she was coming up and sometimes the little pet kisses on my shoulder or on my arm or on my neck or so it's just I feel like that public display of affection is like not what I wanted that early in the season because it's sending the wrong message to the rest of my roommates in the previous season I saw Zach and Ashley go through that Mm -hmm. I told Laura and I made sure that she understood right off the bat that we are not being Zach and Ashley we are not (laughs) isolating ourselves so by the second episode yeah we did take a stroll down the beach by ourselves and i know i heard latoya say oh it's only day two y'all. it was a little much for me but it wasn't that bad like we we have different ways of dealing with it that's all so who initiated the first kiss uh laura did Ooh. <laughs> laura definitely in, uh, initiated it we were on top of the ferris wheel and she said something along the lines of um
0: please tell me it's
1: corny <laughs> yeah she said something like i've been wanting to do this the entire time or something, and then she kissed me, and I was like, man, I feel like a bitch right now. Like, the girl just made the girl just made the first move, you know what I mean? And, oh, wow, it was a little awkward because I'm used to making the first move. But, um, well, they didn't show yeah, that more, part, so
0: you don't look like a bitch until now. Everybody knows well, the secret. Well, I not until I just
1: admitted it. Yeah, I'm giving you guys some behind-the-scenes footage right now. <laughs> <laughs> One
0: thing that we have been talking on the show about this week, some things that people do when they're crushing on someone else. So, like, Laura, it seems like you know, she does the whole tickling thing even though guys don't like it. What do you do? What dumb things do you do when you're crushing on a girl?
1: I'm a show-off. I'm definitely a show-off. You know, I'm one of those guys, even when I was in middle school, high school, if I, if I saw the girl that I liked and she was kind of like off in the distance, I would be that guy trying to either, you know, do some really cool dance moves or throwing the football super far away and trying to hit my teammate or something, you know, try to show off to get her attention. So she would like glance over and be like, ooh, all giggly, like, look at Trey, so hot. You know, I, I would really try to go out of my way to be that guy, that mm-hmm. ass that would try to show off in front of everybody to get a girl's attention. But um, I don't do anything super annoying like Laura did, like picking my nose and <laughs> whatever.
0: Yeah. All right. Some questions from Twitter. Carrie wants to know if we're gonna see any more Big Shirley. <laughs>
1: I don't want to spoil it. She may or may may uh, she may or may not make another appearance, and uh, for a different reason. So you'll definitely have to stay oh, tuned. Hopefully they show it.
0: An eighth roommate.
1: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
0: You may have seen some of these, but a lot of girls are like super in love with you saying you're super hot and they all want to know how you look so good
1: how i look so (laughs) good you know that's a difficult question um you know what i'm going to take the very humble approach to this and i'm going to thank um my mother and i will thank god for the blessings of uh, my appearance and my <laughs> attractiveness. So that—that's my my cordial answer for that one. All
0: right, maybe some football here and there.
1: Okay, yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: As you know, a lot of uh, former Real Worlders, after they get off the show, they get into like you know social causes, helping the world become a better place. Sure. Do you have anything planned
1: along those lines? You know, it's awesome that you asked that because um, you guys may or may not know from reading my biography on MTV.com that I did work with a life coach um after my mother got married when I was 17 years old. It was my freshman year of college. My mother ran off to Las Vegas and got married to my stepfather without ever telling me. I had oh. no idea that my mother got married. It wasn't until my mother called me. I was a freshman in college. She called me in the dorm. and She said, hey, Trey, I'm married. And I lost it. I flipped out. I didn't want to talk to her. Yeah. Completely pissed as a normal 17-year-old kid probably would be. Keep in mind, I'm an only child. So growing up, it was just me and my mother. My mother was like my best friend. So I felt like at this point, you know, I was sharing her love. I felt like, you know, she didn't even have the courtesy to ask me for her blessing or my blessing. Just long story short, you know, I I had to get a life coach, um, but he was awesome. He really helped me deal with a lot of different things. Um, He's a motivational speaker. He actually, I met him at my college. He goes around to different colleges, and he speaks, and it was something that he kind of threw my way, and he asked me if it would be something I would be interested in doing. So I have heard of some real-worlders in the past that have went off and they've done motivational speaking but I don't want to just speak on anything I want to speak on a topic that I have some familiarity with and something that I'm interested in and that's dealing with parents who are addicted to narcotics or addicted to alcohol and after the second episode you know once you guys see me open up a little bit about talking to my stepfather in prison and his addiction you know I actually had a lot of tweets and a lot of replies come after that episode and one girl one little girl in particular she said you know, Trey, thank you so much for opening up. My father's an addict, and I'm still dealing with how to be strong in that time. So She's like, when I saw you open up, it, it made me feel better about my situation. And that was one of the things that really stuck out to me was that, you know, this little girl, she could come out, and she felt strong enough to open up to me and say, hey, my father's an addict, too. And It was really awesome to see you admit that, Trey. I really admire you for that. So if I feel like I can touch her, then I could touch other kids and, like, help them understand, you know, that it's okay and help them to deal with it so – that's definitely something that I'm interested in. I don't even really know how to go about starting this up. So it might take me a while to get on my feet with it, but that's definitely something that I would be interested in pursuing. I mean,
0: once you have the recognition, all you got to do is build up a website, and you're probably golden.
1: That's pretty true, and I'm <laughs> sure I could go back and talk to my life coach about how to get started up, but... um. I do definitely want to get out, and I do want to speak to kids, and and I don't know, even older adults if they're still dealing with it themselves.
0: Absolutely, that's awesome, and it's different. I like it. Very that's cool. Good. Thank you. All right, well, that's all I have for you for today, but hopefully we'll talk later on in the season. I didn't really too hard,
1: right? Nah, you were actually really cool. I thought, you know, <laughs> listen, you guys read stuff on us when we're out there, and you guys try to form your own speculations, that's and you try to figure to out. That's what are supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? We we speculate on you guys too. So I've seen Veeve and I've seen you know your your blog and your radio show, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I had my own opinions about you guys, What you so think? What did you think I was, was going to be like? I honestly thought you hated me right off of the bat. <laughs> I was like, man, this, you know, when I finally get on this chick's radio, she's going to grill the shit <laughs> out of me, and it's going to be awful, and I'm going to hate her. But, no, you, you're really awesome, and I look forward to coming back and chatting with you guys. All again.
0: right, thanks. And I promise if I hated you, um, I probably wouldn't have had you on because, <laughs> I mean, I thought about getting the two that I hated last season on just so that I could cuss them out but then I'd probably be banned from doing these ever again, so.
1: (laughs) You took the high road, and that's something that I try to do a lot, so definitely keep that road, and you'll be very successful. All right, well, thanks, hon. All right, thanks for having me on. I'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, bye. All right, bye.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like he's mostly just a hottie, and we don't have to worry about any of those tweets from before, which is a pretty big relief. After watching two episodes, I'm pretty surprised, but I love that I actually like everyone and haven't found somebody to completely hate. Although, hating people is fun. The, all the different relationships, intriguing. I Hopefully, not all of them keep going, because that could make it pretty boring. But... The drama that is bound to happen on this island, I would assume, since they're all isolated in one little close area, it's got to be pretty crazy. So I'd rather like everyone now and figure out who to think is an absolute nut job later on. As always, thank you so much for listening. You can check out my blog and leave comments or tweet me at LUV Let me know what you think of the show and of the episodes. And you can also see pictures while they were filming on the beach during episode two. A civilian Got some pictures and I posted them on my blog so you can see firsthand what was going down beyond the cameras. Thank you so much for listening. You're beautiful. I appreciate you. And let's chat soon, shall we?
1: Aw, uh, yeah.